0: The perfect horse for an older rider is calm, predictable, and unflappable. Or is it? Find out in this episode of Barn Stories.
1: Welcome to the Barn Stories podcast. I'm Lori Prins, editor of Equus Magazine. And I'm managing editor, Christine Barakat. This podcast features our favorite essays and articles published in Equus over the past 40 years. Although Equus is known for articles on horse care and veterinary research,
0: A deep emotional connection to horses is something we all share.
1: The story in this episode hits upon a common theme for True Tales we've published over the years. Someone who rode as a child, returning to horses much later in life and rediscovering all the joys that come with them. But as familiar as that may sound, this story stood out because of an interesting twist. The personality of the horse, Spirit. He, to put it kindly, is a bit of a handful
0: yes spirit isn't the sort of horse you may imagine an older rider choosing but this also isn't the sort of older rider you might imagine she's undaunted she refers to her interactions with spirit as dance lessons and appreciates how they enrich her relationship with him as an avid rider myself firmly in the middle age portion of my life the story really made me think about the future do i want a reliable steady eddie horse when i'm old yes But do I also want some challenge and the deep connection with the horse that challenge can forge? Also, yes. Can I
1: do both? I don't know. Maybe. Hopefully. Well, this story may be something for you to aspire to then. So let's listen to Dancing with Spirit, written by Chris Kent and read by Taylor Autumn.
2: During a fall elk hunting trip in New Mexico, I came to realize just how much I missed horses. The hours we spent riding through the Jemez Mountains rekindled an old love, one ignited by my first horse, a gift I received more than half a century earlier on my eighth birthday. Time on horseback always provided me a sense of freedom and independence, a view of the world that cannot be found any other place. But now we lived off the grid in a log cabin tucked away in the spruce and hardwood forest of michigan's upper peninsula and i was well north of sixty years old so owning a horse again seemed not only highly improbable but also impractical we had no cleared land no barn and no known source of hay yet on the spectacular october day When I reluctantly handed off the reins of my borrowed horse. The guide looked at my husband, nodded knowingly in my direction, and said, she'll have a horse by spring. Not quite, but on a sweltering afternoon the following July, a red trailer carrying a silver gorilla gelding named Blue's Tiger Dock arrived in our driveway. Tiger stripes wrapped his muscular hindquarters, dapples dotted his hips, and silver highlights dusted his black mane. What were his thoughts as he peered between the thin slats of the stock trailer at my husband, our German short-haired pointer, Kaiser, and me? What did he think about the towering aspen and spruce that formed a wall around the small barn and a newly cleared paddock? When the gate of the stock trailer swung open, the gelding cautiously backed out. His ebony eyes were flashing, his silver-tipped ears in constant motion, and his nostrils flared as he issued a snort. Every inch of his sixteen hands expressed nervous energy, and he danced at the end of the lead rope. My confidence about riding this horse into my seventies began to falter. In the weeks that followed, the boundaries of our relationship were tested. Tigger, the nickname given to him by his previous owners, just didn't fit this splendid animal so he became spirit a friend suggested i might have chosen a name like smoky or spot something more befitting a senior rider's horse but spirit lived up to his wilder name he would brace his feet refusing to enter his stall the stark white at the edges of his black eyes evidence of his fear He didn't understand how the wolves living in the surrounding forest might find him delectable if he stayed in the paddock at night.
0: It's only natural you want what's best for your horse. Wholesome blends from Tribute Superior Equine Nutrition combine specially selected whole seeds and vegetables with a premium level of balanced nutrition. Crafted using the safest manufacturing practices, Wholesome blends feeds are 100% soy-free with no added iron. For a buy three, get one
2: free coupon, visit tributeequinutrition.com. On a trail ride through the woods, spirit suddenly bolted, throwing me back across those dappled hips, giving me a view I don't recommend for riders. The toes of my worn leather boots set against blue sky and aspen treetops. Miraculously, I stayed on. And as I struggled to right myself in the saddle, I heard my husband's voice are you all right? I'm okay, just give me a minute, I said as I took stock of my condition. Everything seemed to be working, nothing hurt that much. As Spirit danced sideways on the narrow trail, head high, ears nervously moving, I stroked his neck, trying to calm him and myself. This was the first of many countless hours Spirit and I would spend in a constant series of of dance lessons. I have learned a lot from these pirouettes, including an increased awareness and appreciation for the intelligence, curiosity, and affection of this animal. I have also learned patience and perseverance as we dance together. Spirit, too, has been learning to trust me and to better understand what I'm asking. I found a round pen to be a very effective environment for him It allowed us to establish leadership, respect, and communication. I was able to control his direction and movement in a relaxed environment. He quickly turned his inside ear toward me, began licking his lips, and soon was watching me for cues. Providing Spirit the freedom to make choices allowed him to comfortably invite me into his world, to his dance. Together, we have waltzed, done the two-step, sometimes a foxtrot, or even a mambo. But finally, my partner has agreed to let me lead. Hours on the trails have calmed Spirit's initial fears of the constant flutter of growls and the startling rustle of deer bounding through the brush. There are still days that we dance when we test each other with a new step. However, every morning he greets me with a long whinny when I open the back door, And each evening he calls to me from the gate to remind me he wants a few minutes of my attention. I know we will have our future setbacks. He will never be this steady Eddie an old lady should be riding. However, he has taught me a more important lesson. A moment of complacency at any age on any horse is the prescription for disaster. Conversely, Spirit has also taught me the value of a new challenge in this period of my life. I have accepted the need to use a mounting step to climb on his back. I know my old mind must be alert every moment I spend with him. I understand the need to exercise additional caution to protect my brittle bones. But in spite of all of this, I plan to exhaust the coming years learning more every day about my horse. On my 70th birthday, my husband asked, How do you want to celebrate? My response came easily. No thanks to dinner at a fancy restaurant, a diamond ring, or something new for the house. Instead, I want to spend this spectacular autumn day on my horse, in the woods, with you and your horse. And so we did. A canopy of blazing gold and crimson leaves clung to the trees overhead while a matching carpet blanketed the earth under the horse's feet. Leaves created a cacophony of sounds as hooves moved rhythmically along the trail. The sky was a brilliant, dazzling sapphire, with just an occasional wisp of silken clouds propelled airily by a gentle breeze. After several hours of riding, we stopped along the river for a respite. Spirit hung his head over my shoulder as I rested on a down log, his chin in my lap and his black, ebony eye next to my face, offering a glimpse into his soul. There was a harmony that day between us, an esprit de corps we had not experienced before. And so began my ride into the next decade on the back of this remarkable being, my spirit.
0: If you're a fan of Barn Stories, you'll want to check out the newest podcast from Equus Magazine. It's called Three Things from Equus and focuses on practical and timely horsekeeping tips. You can find it right now on SoundCloud.com and soon on iTunes and other podcasting platforms. Thanks for listening to Barn Stories. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a favorite article or essay from the Equus Archives that you'd like us to feature in a future podcast, let us know. You can reach us at EquusBarnStories, all one word, at gmail.com. Did you enjoy this episode of Barn Stories? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Thanks for listening. The Barn Stories podcast is a production of the Equine Podcast Network, an entity of the Equine Network.